0: What's going on everyone? Kelly Cavalera here, one half of 7 Arrow Media, and welcome to today's edition of the Honky Tonk Highway. It's Thursday, almost through the week, one more day. Thank you everyone for tuning in so far. Hope y'all are enjoying all these interviews that we've been doing over the last couple weeks. Don't forget if you haven't yet, like, subscribe, follow, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. That way you don't miss out on nothing that we do or that we post. That way you never know what we're going to do. Today's guest, yeah, you. we're going a little old school, good friend of mine, all the way from California, he has a couple things, events that he does out there, one of the nicest men that I've probably ever met in my line dance career, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from out in Chico, Mr. Michael Barr. What's going on, yeah, Michael? Well, Thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for coming into my old school classroom here. <laughs> You little whippersnapper,
0: you. Hey, come on now. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I, I, I figured that I'm going to – I started the week young. I went with Madison, Rob Glover. I got a little older as I went and I figured I'm going to yeah. end the week with uh, two people that know a little thing about line dancing with you and Jamie. That's, so, that's I, right. I, Save the best for last. Exactly. You know? the, the, <laughs> the, the age better than the beauty. What can I say? <laughs>
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here, um, especially at this time of our lives um, as we just kind of hang out in lockdown together. And it'll be fun to kind of like talk to you and talk. You know, everything's different. California's different than this state, than this state. We know everything is crazy going all around. Everybody's doing di- a little differently. So um, I'll, I'll relate a little bit about what, you know, life is like here and, uh, you know, share that. I think it's great that we can know how other people are doing all over the world.
0: Absolutely. Um, for those out there who don't know a lot about you, why don't you give us a little history about uh, your uh, career in line dancing?
1: Yeah, well, it, it all, it really, truly all is all starts with the Bay Area and uh, the Bay Area exploded um, in the late 80s, early 90s with really some amazing people that laid the groundwork. And I was absolutely fortunate enough to not only become friends, but to learn from them. And, you know, when you have a a mentor and a friend that become one, you've just hit the jackpot. And that would be Charlotte Skeeters and Neil Hale and those two particular people along with um, a set of friends that they had who just made line dancing as fun as it could be Um, They put on events in the Bay Area Uh, I truly started dressing up Friday and Saturday nights like it was the movies and going out to these incredible bars or incredible uh, gymnasiums with five and seven hundred people um, in for the weekend. It really was just awesome. And anyway, I started to just learn and learn and learn. And it started with my first partner, Hetty McAdams, Fly Like a Bird. And uh, we got together and I started teaching with her. Um, And she just started kind of like helping me because she had been teaching for about a year or two before me. And uh, we just exploded into a choreographic uh, delight. I mean, things exploded here. And we started choreographing right at the same time Neil Hale and Charlotte Skeeters started traveling the world. And they were the first ones to kind of leave and go off to Australia and England and Europe and Asia, and they decided to take my dances with them. Nice. Yeah. Now come on. Hello. Yeah. You know, they were they were written on napkins, so you know, I had to get I had to get really professional about it and write one up, and um, because Charlotte's a stickler for that, and so so anyway. (laughs) They took some of my dances with them. They were liked. I started getting phone calls uh, to come out and teach. Um, Daphne Anderson, uh, uh, just uh, just an incredible, incredible lady um, with her, her ex, Jim, um, did a, a incredible event up on the uh, Vancouver Island. Um, and it was called Cowaging Ghost Country. And that is where I got to meet. The Bill Bader, the Joe Thompson, the Michelle Peron, the um, Max Perry. Um, Actually, I met him in Vegas the next that same year. And I got to see these people working. They got to see me working. And I mean, it was family. It was instant. It was truly instant family. And uh, it has just taken that road. I was as lucky as can be. Uh, to be at the right place, the right time. And it was truly the moment that I needed because I was as unhappy as anyone could be right around 1994, five, six, even, even two and three. I was ending a painting career. I was a house painter and a contractor in the Bay Area. And I could not stand it. I I, I just had I had it way up to here. My body was rebelling. Um, I had a major shoulder operation, which I had a wonderful, wonderful insurance policy that gave me two years. I mean, I, I know I paid a lot of money for that policy and it pulled through. It gave me two years that I didn't have to work. And that was right after I got the operation, and I had two years off. And that's right around when I found line dancing. So as I went back to painting, I knew that I needed something else. And uh, so the dancing just kept coming and coming. It was, the timing was excellent. And all straight right through the 90s, um, just went to events met the event directors. It's all about friendships. It's all about your first meetings with them. You, you know, you, they trust you, they invite you, but you also then have to bring the goods. And so, you know, I don't think there'll ever be a day that I won't be nervous um, getting up there. But it was great to cut my teeth during those years and go to all these great events and competitions and uh be just really accepted uh i was i was blessed and then and then along the way i met um michelle burton and along with just falling into what should have been my career for many years even before was the dancing i fell into the love of my life and and it just gelled um as the 90s started to blend in, into 2000 um so in 2000 we we decided yeah we're together and that was great and that was 20 years ago and uh yeah and we've been together and working in this field we are and one of the things we can talk about maybe during the hour is working as a couple absolutely i love that verse <laughs> And not, not I know even, I know what you go through <laughs> not even verses, thank you, man. not even verses to it, but working it together, but also establishing it individually and I, I, I do a shout out to the couples who are dancing, to couples who are working together in in uh, your media uh, business. Um, people do have to also be individuals and, and you've got to support each other in a major way in that direction so. Absolutely. And Michelle does that to the max for me, and I do it, I do it for her. And uh, so I want to just do the shout out. Charlotte, Neil, you are incredible. I love you. I will always love you. Um, you are our friends. I'm still in touch with them. I just had an email back and forth with Neil the other day. Charlotte, I, I see on Facebook every day um, with her little uh, geese. Uh, videos uh, and it I just can't thank them enough so that's that's it in a little bit of a nutshell
0: awesome awesome uh, we're joined by uh, Madison Glover who's in the chat who it's bright and early in Australia it's like <laughs> just after seven because uh, she came on uh, the beginning of the week she wants to know uh, what's some of your fondest merit memories uh, when you went to Australia with uh, Terry Hogan all right <laughs> So if there is a third name to come along
1: after Neil and Charlotte, it would be Terry Hogan. Uh, Charlotte Skeeters uh, put on the um, Golden Gate Classic in the Bay Area. This was in the mid-90s, and it truly was the first event in the Bay Area where international choreographers, instructors were invited. Charlotte created the first one in the Bay Area. And Uh, Terry came and from the second that Terry and Michelle and I met, we just hit it off and it was great. And so he came, visited, went back. He came in next year and he, he brought this, um, little pimply faced snot nose with him the second year, you know, and we put up with him, you know, and we thought, eh, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, by the name of Simon. And, and so that's when we met Simon. And oh, my God, we went Terry Hogan, the established, incredible stylist. And then there's Simon, who is just a stick of dynamite. It's just we just loved it. And so after a couple of years of the Golden Age Classic, they invited us. They, Terry, invited us to come and uh, do his event. Um, in uh, Brisbane, and one in Toowoomba. uh, And it it was the chance of a lifetime. Terry Hogan um, is truly, in my view, and see, I don't live in Australia. So folks in Australia, forgive me, because I know you have other people that you hold in, in high, high esteem. But Terry Hogan is it for me. He is the style uh, so much of the style of, of, Australian line dancing, which is so extraordinary. It is, it is truly different than any of the others and the Americans and the uh, UK than the Asians. Um, and it has this wonderful, just quirkiness to it. And I always call Terry introduced a backwards turn. He just – it's kind of like the water in Australia, you know. It just goes the other way down the toilet. And Terry went the other way <laughs> in, my, in my eyes, not down the toilet though. So the memories were dancing at these just incredible events with these incredible, incredible competitions with people in – people with their – I mean – Right there, the thumbs (laughs) right in the belt buckles. And then there was the outlaws and then there was this and there were teams and and groups. And my God, we would go. We would travel and go to other events and they would have us be guest judges and we would sit there. And, you know, here in the States, we'd get maybe, you know, four or five duos. They would have 25 sets of duos. Oh, man. Um, yeah, you know, and the teams were massive and they all brought their families. They all brought mom and dad. They, they, they did it up and it was extraordinary. We got to see parts of the country with Terry. Um, and he was a great host. Um, he's a great gardener and we garden a lot. So we had that a lot in common. And, and he was the man, um, for us. And we, we met in Hawaii one year. And shared, uh, stayed on the same same island and had condos and played for a week. After we did an event in Honolulu, um, he has come uh, to visit. And just about, I guess it must have been about three or four years ago, said Michael, um, Doug, him and his partner, we've got to come and visit and we want to see Lorraine. And that's how that's how hard this man is. He came to see. Um, he came to see us, but he really wanted to come see Lorraine, Michelle Small, and because they have about just they are like this. They're born on the same day, a um, couple years a couple years different. Yeah, I know Terry will really enjoy that one. Uh, Terry and I are the same age. And uh, Lorraine, Lorraine is uh, a 95-year-old spitfire. And uh, so, 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 I mean, so what I'm talking about, and it was from, from Maddie's question, is that I'm talking about people I know. I'm right. talking about homes that I sat in, I slept in, um, I picked weeds with, um, you know, and talked about probably everything under the sun um cried with you know at times and, and and got through problems and hassles and things of that nature and uh so it 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 goes pretty deep we haven't been back for a very very long time um it is something that both michelle and i want to do um very badly you know and of course we're not even thinking about it right at the moment but it's on our bucket list to get back there um visit terry visit visit um, Jenny, Jenny Bates, uh, see Simon, see Maddie, um, see her whole family because uh, uh, we never met them and um, go back up to the Great Barrier Reef and, and, you know, do some incredible uh, traveling in that incredible country with incredible people and some of the best, most incredible line dancers I've ever met in my life. And you know this little section on on Australians, um, Madison is, is is just let's put it this way. About four years ago, maybe let's say let's say seven years ago, Maddie's not quite really on the circuit, and Michelle and I are looking at each other and go, Wow, that's a lot of really really good. Um, people, uh, instructors coming out of Europe and England and, and um, Norway, Sweden and, 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 and wow, is really exploding, but there's this team of wonderful youth and we say, wow, it's feeling really, really good. Right. It's going it's to it's in good hands because we were wondering because, okay, yeah, I am aging and I am really getting up there. I'm one of the older ones on the circuit and it's going where is it going to come from and so we saw that and then and then Madison Glover hit and I went oh my god thank you lord we are in, we are in such good hands and i like to be a bit of a you know a dad sometimes I want Maddie to take care of herself and do all the right things because I'm selfish. I want her to be doing this for as long as possible. So, uh, you know, that's the dad part in me. You know that, Maddie. And uh, Maddie Maddie gave me probably the nicest compliment anybody could ever give. And I saw her at one of the events and she goes, I go, yeah, how's things going? You know, how's... How's you know? Got a boyfriend? You able to you know? Doesn't nah, nah, She does. I'm just looking for that twenty something Michael Barr. <laughs> so um, I melted. She melted my heart right there, and uh, I couldn't be happier to see her um, and the pictures. I haven't met Brett, but I couldn't be happier to see her with uh, her new fella and uh, doing very well. So
0: cheers. Cheers, Maddie. I love you dearly. Here you go, Maddie. What do I to start your day? Because I know you're heading into school soon. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, got a question coming in from Mr. Fred Whitehouse. Uh, <laughs> he says, "Michael, I know you've seen the dance scene at its best with packed classes and ballrooms. Do you see line dancing sticking around for a long time?"
1: Hmm. Yeah, you know. Thanks, Fred. And I love you dearly, Georgina. Um, what a way to start a marriage, huh? Locked <laughs> up together. <laughs> I love it. Um, I totally enjoy Georgina's uh, diary um, each day. Uh, that's a g- great question because it leads me into what I would consider a pretty easy answer. Yes, I do see the line dance events packed and, and continuing for a very long time. And I'll I'll kinda segue right into why, and that is, let's just use Fred as an example. And I know that's not why he asked the question, but I love to at least try to embarrass him a little bit. <laughs> and, and 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 that is come on, Fred is a gentleman. He 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 has Every, everything good in his heart for his work. And so when you see that, and then you see it in a number of others, and uh, I must say, I would think that if you were to somewhat overlay the early 90s when in the Bay Area when a Neil Hale, a Charlotte, and then the second layer of the Michael, the Michelle, the Hetty. You know, um, these these people that were blessed enough to be able to travel the world and to pick up on this whole wonderful activity. You have now this wonderful overlay again of, I mean, the friendships that you see with Fred and Shane and Gary and and one of my favorites, Fiona. Um, I'd love Fiona and Roy. You see these friendships that are just lifelong friendships and they'll go through their ups and downs, but it is like this second coming, this second really incredible wave. Um, and so Fred, I do see it lasting for a very, very long time, but because of people like yourself, that's why i see it lasting um otherwise you know i wasn't sure you know and there are others and i'm not mentioning all their names but the people that are on the circuits and working there their little tootsies off to the bone my hat goes off to you um you know as i pull back a little bit from the travel uh, uh end of it um i truly put my you know take my hat off to you what is going on today is a whole other subject, you know, and I really feel for all. Um, but there's a great future. <laughs> Thanks, there Fred. There is.
0: There is, and I love yeah. you, man. Yeah, Fred's pretty good for being Georgina's husband.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, as, he, as everyone yeah. keeps saying. <laughs> right, he, he does well. He he fits the bill. He does. Way to go. Way to um,
0: go. go. I have an awesome question from another gentleman, you know, who uh, recently lives out on your coast, at least. Uh uh-huh. Mr. Darren Bailey. Oh, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> and uh this one could this one could get a little touchy, so I'm kinda curious. Uh especially Good. your thoughts being around for a while. He Good. says, um, do you think that there are too many dances being released in recent times, um, especially compared to in the past? Which I absolutely <laughs> love. I absolutely love that question. Nicely put. Me, Nicely put, me Mr. Too. Bailey.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hats off. Hey, Hey, Darren. Uh, hats off um, to you and, 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 and to Amy, another, another line dancing couple who um, I just do shout outs to. Um, I love you both dearly. Um, Darren, I cannot say it strong enough that on the one, one side, there are way too many dances how do you and I'm uh, uh, Kelly, I'll, I'll give you a heads up. I'm going to ask you to repeat the question in a little while, because sometimes I go way off.
0: No problem. Absolutely. Way off. You're totally
1: fine. Good. I want to stay on Darren's message. So, yes, I do think there's there's way too many. Now, with that said, how do you how do you tell someone not to create something? How in the world? Can you possibly lay down that edict? Um, it, it, that doesn't that just doesn't work, um, you know, and I don't think there's any combination where you can say, OK, you can only do so many and you can only do so many. Right. I mean, that's crazy making um, to make it in this line dance world. If if it is truly your goal to get on the circuit and to travel and to lose your luggage like Fred does all the time then you you've got to have a little bit of luck and a tremendous amount of talent and i true ha, i believe i had more luck than talent so because we were still writing them on napkins so there wasn't the competition there wasn't the internet the dances didn't get around that quickly you went and you introduced it to a group and oh my god maybe it got done down the road to the next county um you know I know I'm, I know I'm sounding completely old fart but um it wasn't that that drastic but it was just bursting open when I got there and and so now you've got to work even harder all I can say is this is that if you are true to your art, um, promote yourself, but don't overdo it, because people see through that. Just, just be true to your art, show your work, and let it stand mainly for itself. Um, be careful of self-promotion, um, just let your work talk. And if it happens, it happens. I think it's harder for, for it to happen, these days and it was back in the 90s but still trust trust that combination and put out the dances because i can't can't there's no way it can say to stop your creativity but let them just kind of happen and 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 roll with it you know and don't get too caught up don't get too caught up and could you repeat the question just to make sure i kind of went along the right uh he he
0: asked do you think uh especially compared to um compared to in the past if there's too many dances being released right now
1: yeah okay good I, I think I stayed on topic you you um, did
0: and like big Jim just said even a, even a couple of years ago it wasn't it wasn't even that bad but as uh, technology has increased with the ability perfect example correct. to go live right now like if this was even five six years ago I'd have to come see you yes at an event we'd have to record yeah. this in person yeah. and then I'd have to go home, edit it, and put it up on the web. I wouldn't be able to just call you up and say, hey, Mike, right. Let's have an interview online live and let let's have hundred of our closest friends come watch.
1: <laughs> I, I I couldn't agree with you more. So so yeah, it's 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 a lot easier. But I just but I don't think the plan has changed that much. You know, stay true to your art. Don't get too caught up with it. Follow it if it happens. Go with it. Don't force it.
0: Right there, you go. That's all I can, you know, kind of, kind of ask people to do, um, or to wish they do. Yeah. I told Guyton a while ago when he went, when he announced his retirement year, he could have literally probably taught all old school dances that people today don't know and never had seen because there was hundred dances on his website, and I guarantee you fifty to sixty of them people that are dancing today. Never saw them because how often we go through dances. I go, right. you could not you could not choreograph for the year and a half and teach a different dance every weekend and not teach everything you've ever written, and still teach to new crowds every weekend.
1: Correct, absolutely. I fall into that category, but there are there are event directors, and I'll, and 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 kudos to them to take on these massive events and stuff. Um, they. They have to sell their product, and so you know they're they're looking for those new dances, and um, it's put a lot of pressure on the choreographers to come up with something new, you know, every other week because um, they they're on the circuit so much. Me, I always kept it as a minimum, and so personally, I never felt pressured because I right. just you know did this maybe twice a month at the most during the period that my career um, represented my going out into the events. Now it is pulled back, you know, uh, a right. bit. So there's just watch out for the pressure, though. Be careful of it. So, yeah, and uh, teach a new one. And teach a new one. Ask the event director. Hey, <laughs> I bet you they don't know this one.
0: So uh, Big Jim asked, uh, he said, yeah. so on the point that you uh, were just saying, what? Um, What's your feelings on people choreographing to the same song, knowing someone else has released it already, and has been teaching it? Yeah, which uh, um probably yeah. the big part of the problem.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm probably not. You know, not everyone's going to agree with me on this one because there's so many dances. Um, it's like it goes. It goes to. It goes back to the art if the music moves you you know then you just want to go for it Um, because there's so many dances your dance could get lost Um, you take that chance if you're if you have if you're a named choreographer you're probably going to have your dance looked at more if you are not a named choreographer, this is just, just the truth, you know, of our you know, website, uh, our internet world, you probably aren't gonna get as much notice. But it's not gonna interfere, in my opinion. It's just not gonna interfere if there are two or three or four dances to the same song. Now, the core choreographers around the world Say there are 100 of them. It's rare that it happens. It's rare that it happens because there's you kind of know what people are doing. There's sometimes very timely announcements. Hey, just want the line dance world to know I'm working on this particular. Right. You know, come on. That's announcing that. Please, hands off. Right. <laughs> you know, we kind of know what that's for. But still i i think you need to do what you need to do and don't feel bad about it just be courteous about it there's no reason for you know two two choreographers that are going to the same event to do you know and it it has happened unfortunately it's cuz we didn't have enough um We couldn't, uh, we didn't put out the right feelers. We didn't know what everybody was doing. We know what people are doing a whole lot more. And so I just say, be as courteous as you can be. And on top of that, Big Jim, on top of that, when Michelle and I go through music, and there is a song, and then we look it up, and other people have done it. 99.9 times out of those looks we pass it we pass on so that's what we do but i can't tell other people to do that and then there is what i love is and it's just a side story michelle hears a song she goes michael this song is gold i and her thing is she goes i want to dance to this song for a long time and I need someone else to choreograph it because I'm not going to do what is needed for this particular song. Right. My God, she's a fantastic choreographer. But she went, wait a minute. So she calls up Joe Thompson and Madison Glover and said, if you, if you want this song, I would highly recommend it. You know, and that was Pull You Through. And it's like there's that. That's right. a whole other little twist that I just wanted to add. Um, share. Uh, be courteous. Um, know your group. Know your um, – your um, um, I'm looking for the word. and It's not coming. But uh, the, the colleagues audience. that – well, the colleagues that are around you.
0: Right. Try to know what they're doing. Try to know what they're doing and be courteous. Um, absolutely but if it, yeah, yeah. So. um Georgina asked a question and I'm going to kind of uh I'm going to combine it with another comment that's in the thread right now Georgina okay. asked uh what is your favorite oldie dance and what's your favorite most recent dance and uh. I'm going to ask add that you have written because Chris put a uh put a little tidbit of information in uh Huge shout out to Mr. Gonzalez uh, for being back in the chat today, putting in all the uh, links hey, to all the, all the extra yep. videos. Um, he looked up on Copper Knob, and you have 147 dances, and Michelle has 131 <laughs> on Copper Knob currently. So, what is it of yours and Michelle's choreography is your favorite oldie dance in the most recent? Oh, so include Michelle's in there, huh? Yeah, let's. Get, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know better. Well, I, I I work with a significant other. I know better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, oh, she, Michelle is so glad I'm in doing this. She, this is the last thing she would want to do. Um, you know, she's she's with her mom right now. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll get to that in, in a while. Yeah. So, okay, I, it's it's. I think it's going to be kind of easy. Let's start with Michelle's oldie. Um, American Pop um, would be my choice. Okay, uh, It has a history behind it that is so fantastic, and um, it goes back to uh, Tokyo, and they they had a, a night. Um, our host um, and our dear friend, Hiro Suzuki, um, an incredible man, um, would hold in the lobby of one of these – uh, uh, big, tall, high rise business office building. And the floor was white marble and it was huge. They'd have a band playing country music and it was incredible. And the name of the night was American pop night. And so after that, when we got home, Michelle, Michelle found the song, um, and and choreographed American pop. American pop has a turn in it that when she showed me that turn and I did that turn, I felt that I had gone to line dance heaven. (laughs) Um, It was my favorite turn um, of all time. And then my favorite oldie um, is going to be a little tougher than than that because I'm a little torn but nostalgic you know being kind of nostalgic it would be black dresses it's the first dance I ever
0: choreographed it's one of the ones Simon Ward just mentioned this is his his, his favorite of yours
1: (laughs) so but this is what I love And, and why I say I'm a little torn because Michelle commented on it and she before we even met, she taught it. She, she, uh, you know, did me the honor of that with her classes and stuff. And she goes, she goes, but Michael, she said, do you know that it's a uh, West Coast swing rhythm? And I go. No, I was didn't even probably know what West Coast swing rhythm was, but I went, no, she goes, yeah, there's there's no syncopations at all in this dance. And it's kinda like I've never forgotten that. And what the point is is that something when something works, it works for whatever reasons. And I can't even tell you what the reasons might be. But I went almost like a little bit against the rhythm and didn't kind of do everything that you might that I might do to it today. But it worked. And it it just kind of kind of really flew. And that's the dance that Charlotte and Neil took to Australia. Um, and then I started getting phone calls, you know, um, because people wanted to either meet the choreographer or that's how things were going those days. So, uh, black dresses just holds, it was 1994. Um, and, um, the other part of the story is that at the Golden Gate classic, there was a choreography contest. And Michelle and Evelyn Canoe, uh, Hetty McAdams, myself. Anyway, we were all we were all in it. And so the first time I ever met Michelle was when I shook her hand because she took number one at the at the gold class, and so. That's another, another moment, you know, moment, you know, that I'll never forget because yeah. I met the woman I love. love. Um, Didn't know it then. Took six years, <laughs> took six years and other lives and stuff, and that was fine because you, you got a friendship that that built during those years, a colleague uh, about around dancing. So then, as far as my favorite, um, I'm going. It's it's the easiest it's the easiest thing to do because it's a twofer, <laughs> and that is. Good as you. Um, Great dance. M- Michelle and I got to choreograph that together. You know, so I'm not going, oh, I like this one of mine and this one of Michelle's. Um, I, I hope I'm not going against the rules. but Nope, you're fine. Yeah, we are just beside ourselves um, with how happy we are with this dance. And um, just absolutely love it ourselves. You know, since I can just, you know, do that a little bit right now.
0: That song um, is absolutely amazing, too. That song isn't is it an amazing, song? absolutely amazing song.
1: Yeah, and and it, it it just it's just so great that that song and us working together came at this time. Um, and when I say this time, I don't even mean about what's going on in the world as far as. Uh, Uh, The coronavirus and all what I'm talking about is Michelle and I, you know, for the last, say, four years, you know, have pulled back very strategically because, you know, when you have contracts, um, you know, sometimes you've got two years in front of you um, where you're not. where you know what you're doing, you know, so we had to decide on when we would kind of pull back. And it was actually about a three-year process, and to so to be pulling back and you know still enjoying the, the dancing um, to know it, but to be able to pull back and then have this kind of response to something that we choreographed is is, is, is just a terrific terrific feeling, and, and we appreciate just all all the love we've gotten. Uh, because of this particular dance, yeah.
0: So, and in Thanks case Georgina,
1: you're, Fred, love you guys.
0: In case you're wondering, um, Michelle says, "What's your name?" is her favorite dance of yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> she uh, chimed yeah. in.
1: That's that's why it's a little tough because um, if there is a a fun, crazy dance that's um, you know been out there, um, competed with it actually uh, at Worlds many years ago. Um, that, that, that would be it. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a retro on it. Someone asked me to do it
0: and I think I'll do a retro in in the weeks to come on what's your name. Awesome. Um, Simon says a waltz in time. What's your name? And back roads were always massive down under and all time faves over there. So, uh, hashtag you're a true legend, um, which shout out to my, my buddy, Simon, who I know is up early as well. Hope everything's going good over there and Aussie butter. Um, Someone on Facebook, um, let me scroll back here, Uh, Maureen on Facebook asked, and this goes back to the question before about line dances, uh, the amount of them. She goes, split floors were a huge feature of dance events back in the day, but they did seem to be very rare now. Um, Do you think uh, that should be encouraged more and that could help with some of the volume? Um, And I was going to add to that. It seems that uh, back more today, dances are more song specific. Um, Mm -hmm. dances back in the day at least when I was first learning how to line dance about 20 years ago um, we would do a lot of stuff to multiple songs through a night anywhere we went um, bar anything like that do you think that has something to do with it that dances today are being more written song specific um, and that's why there's no floor splits as much at dance events okay Okay. no
1: No, it's a great question question. and um, in In our household household, in in the, the The Burton Bar household, floor splits are to our liking. We will support them as much as possible. A couple things I do think song-specific has a, a, has a lot to do with discouraging that. Um, sometimes you hear comments of, oh, I wanted to do that dance to the original song. It just didn't feel right. Right. I get it. I I mean, I'm I'm not refuting that at all. Um, It can feel weird. Um, What we like to support, though, is a full dance floor and dancing as much as possible. Um, And what we also like to support is that any super popular dance that we might split the floor on and and the song isn't associated. We don't use that song. Right, we come back later on in the evening and do the the original song. Um, so there are some guidelines, and they're not written down they 're not rules they're just your own sense of well if you do if you do some floor splits, it's kind of the dance that might not have the song, but if it's really popular, you'll come back with it. The other thing that I think discourages
0: it it's a lot of damn work. <laughs> Well, that and Debbie Pankos just put in the chat also yeah. that it's more like well, we have multiple rooms a lot more now than we did back then. Right. Multiple, multiple perfect, rooms, which has a lot to perfect, do with it. Debbie.
1: Yeah, and when you do have that multiple room, right. um, there's you, no need you've for got more this freedom. Well done, Debbie. Right. And and where I come from, event-wise, we have two events. And they're both one-room events. So we are we are just this right love hugging family one room kind of uh, uh event directors and and so we do want to embrace the split four floor because we only do have the one room right um with that second room oh man yeah you, i don't think you really have to work on that right. um but my my hat goes off to Christopher Gonzalez, Megan Barksugia for for doing um, floor splits and helped us out um, in our Palm Springs event, um, along with Bracken Ellis, our DJ there. Right. And and we got some complaints and we got some really, really good input. And we know that more people danced longer during the night. The input was good and we, we planned to work on that. And it's it's a work in progress, um, but when you have a one-roomer, mm-hmm. and if you have and if you have the room, we highly recommend um, you know floor splits. And some of them are awesome. Some of them are terrific. Some of them
0: kind of leave you a little wanting, and we
1: understand that.
0: Right, I know. Like Rachel does um, for her workshop, she does a floor oh, split Rachel. for every song. Um, But also her, Madison, and Big Dave, and I know Big Dave had a big part in this. At The Experience this past year on Saturday night, Diane and Sandy brought in a live band. Uh And for their entire set, they came up with multiple dances to do to the songs for everyone can get up and dance for the entire set. Which was absolutely amazing. And Kim Kirk just commented on it. Um, Floor splits uh, can be very good. And I want to get this dead on. Means all levels can dance together and beginners can feel a little bit more inspired, which is true. If beginners are in the same room as all the intermediate advanced dancers, they can be inspired to see a different dance, maybe want to keep building and building and building and not just stick to the beginner yeah. stuff. Gotcha. I, there is nothing more satisfying for
1: Michelle and I. Um, and at our boogie event, um, here in the area we live or in the Palm Springs event, uh, Palm Springs Winter Break, mm-hmm. is when we have a full floor of doing the main song, a floor split, and we've got couples going around the outside. Right. Now you have just taken the best of all worlds and you've stepped back in time where we loved going out because that's how many things were going on the floor. Um, couldn't, couldn't say more about it. Loved it. Still love it. Still will encourage it. It takes a certain group of people, though, to do that. Um, and um, I, I hope the pattern dancers, the uh, the two-stepping and stuff, I, I hope it gets continued. Um, even Even in the line dance world. You know, be... Be accomplished in all of it. Right. Because it will come up. It will come up in, in your dance venues where you can uh, just go do a two-step. You know Exactly. Why not?
0: Why not? Uh, Georgina commented that that's the one big thing a lot of people miss when they come over from uh, the UK and Europe is that one-room feel. Um, mm-hmm. They miss that from events that everyone all being together and it's split up yeah. and going room for I mean, room. And some I mean, of the hotels just... don't make it easy because the rooms are nowhere near each other.
1: <laughs> True. Let me give a shout out to a multi room, multi, Mm -hmm. uh, three and four. I think it was four story, three story at least, maybe four. Um, And that is Dale and Tanya Curry. Okay. And their event, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Jamie and Barney took it over. Yes. While, while Dale and, and Tanya had it, and, and then, then Jamie and stuff, who is in, in, in the um, Scottish Rites Temple possibly, old building with noisy heaters and stuff. But what you had was you had everyone supporting everyone else, and when they're, the downstairs room, all the tables were decorated, and had games on there and people would come and play games in between lessons. She still does that. Very good. Jamie she still does Bobby, that. Jamie still has know, that. Barney, way to go. It, yep. It's what inspired Michelle uh, to set up her event, Boogie Till the Cows Come Home, Okay. which I, I joined her in in 2000. Um, and we've been doing it together for 20 years. She did it for four years before that. And – it was all about, you know, just having that one room feel and having people participate. And so at Boogie, it gets very crazy. New new people that come to Boogie, sometimes we need to watch for them. We need to care and go up and say, you're not going insane. It's OK. Because the people that are decorating their tables and playing games and doing certain things and coming off of a theme, all we do is give them one little part of a theme, and they take it and fly with it. Um, yep. Has been probably the most satisfying thing that that I've ever been a part of, and that is watching watching Boogie um, have a life of its own. And 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 so this one room, one room thing, I tell you, it's awesome. I know I know that Jill Jill uh, Babinick does a one room, and uh, yep. um, you know, hats off and and Jamie and uh, way to go for continuing that great, that great tradition. Um, so
0: yeah. <laughs> awesome.
1: There's fun stuff.
0: All right. I'm going to, I'm going to end it with two questions of my own. Um, okay. One I've asked everybody this week so far. One I've asked yeah. every guest on my show pretty much, but one. Okay. So I'll start with that one first. If money was no object. Yeah. If money was absolutely no object. Where would you hold a dance event? I know you have two in Cali, but where, where, any place in the world? And who would be the first five? Oh, shit! People you would call up to be your instructors. The first five people oh. you would call up and say, "Hey, I want to do this awesome event here." Who would Who would it be?
1: Oh my god! I was really, really, really liking liking
0: this whole thing. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, I was really enjoying this. Well, Trevor came um, up, of course, now. and he did this after after he he was on the show. Trevor came up with this great question during my second ever episode with Big Jim. And, of course, he missed He didn't ever have to answer it. So, uh, Trevor, I'm warning you now, if you're watching, I'm going to have to have you back on the show to answer your own question. Um, or we're going to have to shoot a video before I can post it. Um, and he came up with this great question, and it's been kind of fun asking about it and um, yeah, getting involved in it.
1: Okay, okay. So, um, I would. One of my favorite places is Palm Springs, um, and so I'm going to I'm going to be the good event director who's <laughs> going to publicize his own friggin' event. Um, it has been incredible three years, um, and the people that we've had in those three years. We started off by um, saying, "Okay, we want." We want couples to, to be supported. So Amy and Darren were our first. There you and go. They, they did it for it. And, and they just did a great job. And then we had this unbelievable mentor, um, idol, uh, Joe Thompson Szymanski. And then um, this past year we had Roy Verdunk. It's like, oh man, look at, just in that, Right, the talent, the talent that's in that. but if it was going to be this no money, didn't matter where it would be, I would have I would have the best condos in the world and I would invite um, I would invite and it might be more than five. it would be two particular men, whether they wanted to dance or not. <laughs> They would would be honored. And that is Terry Hogan and Neil Hale. I would invite Charlotte Skeeters to teach. I would also invite Joe, Rachel, Maddie. And then for the Saturday night show, it would be Simon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice.
1: Then, hold it, and then Uh I would have Roy Verdunk as a a second act, bringing all of his incredible talent and his academy, because I think Roy Verdunk is just an incredible, creative human being, and I also just love his twins. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, okay, and I could go on and on and on, because it's not a fair question, because guess what? There's no money involved. No, there's no money. But I have been blessed to work with all these people. Right. And I have been blessed to get to know them. And so how do you choose between, quote, your kids? I want them all. um, Right. And because they are they are here in the heart. Okay. so how much time do we have? Uh, About three or four minutes. Okay, I want to give a shout-out to, and let's see, I'm off. Tell me if I'm zeroing in. Do you see that gentleman right there? I do. That's my father. Okay. Back in the, th- the 30s. And then that's my mother. Awesome. The, the doll she is. And then this shot right here, I'm incredibly, incredibly proud about it. That is Tuscanini. Oh, wow. And that is my grandfather. It's a New York Philharmonic. Excuse me. Oh. There's my grandfather with the glasses. New York Philharmonic. So I, I only came to line dancing uh, um, in, when I was 41 because I did that horrible painting career I told you about.
0: <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah, want exactly. to say
1: it took me a long time. My father was a pianist. My mother was a dancer. It took me a long time to find my path, but I want to thank my parents and my grandparents um, because they, had it, they put it in me. I just took a little extra time to
0: find it, Right, and it's, it's, it's been, it's it's been the greatest ride ever. Awesome. Yeah. So I have one more question real quick, and it came from good. Brandon Zahorski. Uh, yes. He was my guest last Friday, and I asked him to come yeah. up with a question to ask everybody this week. Okay. If you had to describe yourself as a dance step, your personality, (laughs) what dance step would you be? Yeah. Um, I know exactly what (laughs) Derek was a skate. Rob was Uh, a Monterey turn. So uh,
1: to get into the picture,
0: I'm right here, right?
1: Mine is a fake look turn. It is... So that is my step. My feet don't even have to move. But you'll see it
0: in a number of my dances. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, a huge yeah, shout-out. Brandon. Good one. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you. Amazing okay, time chatting man. with you and hearing about all the history you have in this great world. Love it, man. Uh,
1: yeah, there is a lot of history because I have a few years. And I uh, can't thank you enough you know, for bringing the old school in.
0: Absolutely. It was an honor getting to have you on. And I ha- I All had right. a blast. I always ha- I always enjoy talking to you. So Good. All right, man. Hope everyone outside out at home enjoyed watching the show. Thank you guys for Do joining it. us. Do- uh tomorrow, Jamie Marshall, the Jamie Marshall, will be joining me right here on the Hockey Tonk Highway. And uh don't forget, at the end of the show tomorrow, I'm gonna to be announcing the lineup for next week. I guarantee you you are not gonna to want to miss this. I, I went out and got a little crazy. So uh, tune in tomorrow, 5 o'clock. All right. Like, follow, share. Enjoy, guys. Doing a great
1: job.